why is she struggling so much? We don't know exactly. Since Meredith, of course, ends up struggling as well, too. They call Callie out, veteran Kelly. Not veteran Kelly. So this episode covers day eight of our 13-day training camp. So the best way to kind of think about it is in a normal 10-week training camp, this would be around about week six. So that kind of gives you an idea of of where they're at and their thinking of where they want to be with shaping the team at this point. So we're at 17 rookies and 29 vets as Claire D and Shannon left last episode. So this episode, they're going to be breaking their bubble, leaving the Gaylord Texan and going to AT&T Stadium. So this is the first time that they're going to be doing any field work. It's the first time they're going to be at AT&T Stadium. This season, ordinarily, they are there for auditions, but obviously with auditions being virtual this year, this is everyone's first time being at the stadium this season and obviously all of the rookies this is their first time being in the stadium at all so they're all in awe of how big it is and this is really important for annabelle she says that she has a small frame and that kelly and judy have told her that they want to see what she looks like on the field and if she can project so obviously this is a conversation that happened off camera this is not something that we've seen so far on the previous three episodes So we don't get any indication as to what precautions that they're taking by coming to the stadium. So I'm not going to go into those as they were not elaborated on. We assume that it's very skeleton scaff and that everybody's in masks. And I would imagine those people that were transporting the girls have been subject to at least temperature checks, if not COVID tests, but we really don't have any of that information right now. So Of course, we're at 46 ladies, and last year the team was 37. So we've not been given any indication yet if they're going to go with that route and have an alternate like they did last season. Kelly still says that she's going to make 10 more cuts to get to a group of 36. And so last season, as you know, they had 37 on the team. And the thought kind of was, okay, Meredith seems like she's the weakest and she's probably the one that won't compete won't perform in as many games. But my understanding is that she was in almost all of the games. And I know Kat set out a game. There were some vets that set out games. And as the season goes on, there's injuries and that type of thing. I'm not sure if Meredith set out a single game or not. I'll have to go back and look at that information on some of the forums to see for sure. But again, at this point, we have not heard that they're considering doing alternates. So we're looking at 10 more cuts. So the cool thing about this episode is they're kind of mimicking auditions a little bit and then they brought in three judges. So Neil McCoy, who's a country music artist who's been at every audition that I can remember in the 15 seasons of the show. Charlotte Jones, who is, I guess, considered like the vice president of the cheerleaders or or something along those lines. She's the only person that's higher up than Kelly. 
even though she's not super involved in the process of making the team, they always bring her in at some point, usually towards the end to sort of help make those final decisions. And then Melissa Rycroft, who has already been to one practice virtually, so she's at least familiar with some of the girls. They've got them in what looks like suites watching the 60-yard big board on the field. So they're not in the same room. And when at the end of the episode, when they give their judges comments, they're basically on some type of virtual format like Zoom. So Kelly is in a face shield and Kelly is in a mask and Judy is in a face shield and all the girls are in masks. They're only allowed to take them down if they are dancing. So they start out with doing just some sideline routines. And so they've got basically the rookies in front and the veterans in the back. Last year, it was very easy because you knew who was in what group. So it's really hard for me to tell what veterans are in the groups with the rookies. They make shots and move very quickly. We also haven't been told who are group leaders this year either. It's certainly, we have two returning group leaders in Maddie and Tess. And I know that Lexi was a second last year. And so I would imagine she's a group leader also. I don't know who that fourth group leader is. I was thinking last year, last episode, maybe it was Caroline, but it's just kind of hard to tell. But we get group one first, which definitely looks like Maddie's group. We also see vet Brianna in this group and Annabelle is in this group. And she is already really struggling with the choreography. And then in group two, this is what looks to be Lexi's group. And there's also Brennan and Kat and Shandi. Shandi has like curly hair this year instead of a straightened hair. It looks really good. It gives her a lot more volume too. So Kat is in the first row with the rookies and she is struggling the most, it looks like, in this particular group. They do call out Kelly and Kelly has the red hair, one of the rookies that has red hair, and they call her out for timing issues. And so Kelly Finglass, since we've got so many Kellys (laughs) that we're talking about with this group, she says that Kat and Meredith, Kelly says that Kat and Meredith were the last two to make the team, which the way we were led to believe last season, it was Lily and Meredith because those were the two that were in her office last and seemed to be the last two that made the team. So they also don't like Hannah, who I think is in the same group. They, they don't like this particular routine on Hannah. So it's clearly a new routine because my first thought is, why is Kat struggling with routines she should already know? But it seems to be like it's a, it's a new routine. So the next group, we have both Rachel's vets, Kristen, Savannah, and then we've, all, we've got rookie Sheridan, Sydney, and Ellie all in this group. And so this looks to be a really strong group. They comment that it is. Ellie continues to look really strong. They tell Sydney that she is finding her bigness now and they have her show everyone the first eight counts because Kelly felt like she took it to a new level. So that's really good for Sydney. It looks like she is progressing well. We don't hear much else about, we don't hear anything about any of the vets in this group, but that's been pretty clear the the entire time unless they're struggling we don't really hear anything about them but they do talk about Sheridan here and they say Sheridan looks like she's trying and you want to make it look effortless and so they don't really love what they're seeing from her right now 
So I see someone in the background here after this scene, like eating a banana. And I was like, oh, great. They're eating food. <laughs> Maybe somebody won't pass out in this very, very long practice because when they got to the stadium, it was like 2.30 in the afternoon. And we now see them start to teach the field entrance and it's now 7.15 in the evening. So this is a pretty long practice. So Judy is teaching the entrance. They need to travel five yards for every four counts. And so it takes some time to sort of get that timing down and figure out how long their strides need to be. So initially the lines are definitely a mess. They usually have the rookies in front so they can kind of see what they're doing. And so Kelly calls out Armani, who actually has some college experience dancing on a field, but not traveling across the field that she says. So they break them up into groups. And so we've got Kat and Hannah working with Jada. We've got Amanda working with Danny. who We haven't really met Danny yet. She's gotten a few good compliments here and there. Amanda's telling Danny that she takes out the trash and practices her sachets because she just want to really get it in her body. And so... That's, I thought that was funny. We see Tori working with Rachel. Again, we don't, we don't really know Tori yet. And then we got, a, we get a lot of Annabelle working with Maddie and Elena. So she's, she's struggling here quite a bit. And you can kind of see it on Maddie's face a little bit too, that she's struggling. We do get an official Annabelle introduction. I kind of felt like we had already met Annabelle, but I think they just showed some footage of her audition video and showed some footage of her with her cow. So this is her like official introduction. So she is another one who was a competition dancer. She went to the University of Maryland and she danced three years there. Her sob story was that she has Graves disease like her father, which is a autoimmune hyperthyroid condition so we get to see a little footage of her dad here with a very colorful bow tie talking about her struggles with graves disease she says that basically dcc is plan a through z she doesn't have a backup plan this is what she wants to do so we we get some footage here of sheridan struggling they say that she's rushing we get some footage of what looks like meredith not making her yard lines they make a a note to sort of highlight Meredith and put her name up on the screen. We don't hear anything specifically from Kelly and Judy, but again, it just looks like maybe they're setting something up here with that. So Marissa gets called out a little also, and then we get a introduction for Marissa also. So she is the short blonde. She is 19 from Mount Holly, North Carolina. She's been dancing her entire life because her mom owned a dance studio and she wanted to audition for DCC last year, but she was actually a month too young. So since she couldn't audition for DCC, she went to Manhattan to attend the American Music and Dramatic Academy. I've not heard of it, but I'm sure there's tons and tons of dance and performing arts schools in New York. So obviously being in New York in the middle of a pandemic, not great. So she talked about how when the pandemic hit that you know Broadway went dark and her school went dark. And so she took the next flight home. So her sob story is about her best friend growing up who died in a horseback riding accident at 14, which you can imagine is just extremely devastating. So they show several pics of them together. Looks like she was a dancer too. 
And every year, Marissa says that she hosts a talent show to raise awareness for organ donation because Destiny's parents decided to donate her organs. And she talks about some of the kids that got her heart and her kidneys and what they were able to do because of that. So she just comes across very well, extremely well-spoken, especially for 19. And I think she'll be a great advocate for DCC if she makes it. So they call Annabelle out again for a lot of mistakes. The end of the night, when they get in their pink and blue groups, Kelly says that they will become a lot more demanding than they were tonight, especially about the lines. And she tells the camera that she won't cut someone immediately because they don't get it the first night, but that some people just don't get it. So what we get from here is the judges evaluations, which is always my favorite part of the episodes. And it's cool here because we haven't gotten a lot of feedback at this point. Ordinarily, of course, we would have auditions. And so we would have feedback from that, that you could sort of bring with you into the audition process. But at this point, you really don't have any feedback other than Kelly and Judy. Obviously, Charlotte has seen some of these videos as well. Maybe some of the other assistant choreographers have like Shelly and what have you, but obviously we haven't been privy to any of that information. So we get quite a bit here with the judges. I just want to say a note first, they've got the big board up again with all the candidates. And I realized after watching this episode the first time that the candidates are in alphabetical order. And so while I had spent time after that first episode, freezing my screen and writing everybody's name down, thinking that Elena was first and Annabelle was the highest rated rookie. It's literally in alphabetical order. So I feel kind of silly now. Now they still do absolutely have them cut off between what they considered the top 36 to be and those that fell underneath that line. But as far as me saying Teth, Tess was the 36th ranked rookie and Maddie was 12th, that was literally just in alphabetical order. So, all right. So, with the judges, she wants them to give her a yes, a no, or a maybe, just like she would at auditions. And so we don't get everybody's yes, no, or maybes from everybody that they talk about, but I'm going to tell you exactly what everyone said. So the first person they talk about is Sydney. Melissa gives her a yes, and Charlotte gives her a strong maybe. Sheridan is the next person they talk about. Neil gives her a maybe. Melissa gives her a low maybe, but says that she thinks that she's better than she was last year, which Kelly corrects her and says it was actually four years ago that she was in training camp. And Melissa was like, really? Four years? So she did remember her, just not how long it had been. And Charlotte obviously remembers her too, because she said that she was surprised that she did as well as she did, but we don't get her particular vote on Sheridan. They ask about Hannah. Neil said he thought that she looks different and Kelly said she thought she looks pale. Again, we don't know if they said yes, no, maybe. Next is Marissa. She gets a yes from Neil and a yes from Charlotte. And Neil says he thinks that she looks like a DCC and Kelly says she agrees. Then they say Lily and Melissa gives her a maybe and Charlotte says that she gave her a maybe also. And so Melissa asked Kelly, how was her rookie year? And she said she had a good season. Melissa felt like that she was the weakest of the veterans as far as dancing goes. Then we get to Kat. 
and she got a maybe from Neil, a maybe from Melissa, and Charlotte says it was just not her day. Then we talk about Meredith. Melissa gave her a maybe. Charlotte says that she didn't think that she matched the power of some of the others or the engagement either, which are, are good, interesting words from Charlotte. We don't hear what Kelly and Judy think. So back to the rookies. The next person they talk about is Laura Rose. And Melissa thoughts that she projected well, but thought that she was sloppy, which again, they were surprised because they're talking about her Rockette background again. Again, she was a Rockette for one year. I'm really interested to know if she just didn't try out a second time or if she tried out and she didn't make it. And, you know, was she like an alternate? I mean, <laughs> I'm just kind of interesting because they, they keep going back to that as obviously probably a big reason that she got into training camp to begin with, but it just doesn't seem to be coming across as well. And I kind of wondered what she was doing in the last three years. So Charlotte feels like that she overperforms and we don't really hear whether they gave her a maybe or a no. They ask about Annabelle and... Melissa and Charlotte both gave her a no. And Charlotte says that she thought she was precious in her videos, but that she got outdanced. And Kelly and Judy say that they both agree. Then we get to Jada. And we haven't really heard much feedback about Jada. You can sort of... My thoughts on Jada is when she's done DCC choreography, she looks pretty strong. But when she's done some of the choreographer's pieces that she looks not as strong so neil gave her a no and says he just didn't remember her he didn't say he didn't think he noticed her and melissa says well that that could be quite telling if you didn't notice her at all melissa said she gave her a maybe charlotte says that she found her limbs just really distracting she didn't know when it was going to end and they show a clip of her while charlotte's talking and you can kind of see what she what she's saying like it's I don't know if out of control is the right way to describe it, but the way that her arms are moving, it, I do understand where she's coming from, but we don't know whether Charlotte gave her a no or a maybe either. And then they ask about Armani. Melissa says that she would give her a yes. Neil says he thought she was a pretty good dancer and asked her if she'd been a good dancer the entire time. And Kelly said, yes, she's been one of the stronger ones. Then they ask about a redhead rookie, Kelly. And Melissa said she gave her a no. She found her stiff and awkward. And Charlotte said she also gave her a no too. And Kelly says that she thinks that she delivers with a sharp edge and that she just may not be a style match for the team. So that is it for the judges evaluation so we got a lot of good information there so they at this point they go back to the Gaylord Texan and we're back to the knocks on the door for the candidates the first knock on the door is Annabelle so she comes in they ask her what did she think of being on the field and she says that she had a blast and they just but she felt really small in there and they and kelly says yeah we feel really small in there too but it also feels like home so she cuts right to it and basically says she's not as highly developed as a dancer as they would like 
and that tonight is going to be her last night. So she tells Annabelle here that she was her favorite application, which I felt like she told Shannon last week that she was her favorite, but maybe she was her favorite dancer, but Annabelle was her favorite audition video. (laughs) And Annabelle says, well, I guess the corny cow joke wouldn't help me much here in that she feels herself tearing up. So she's going to go out with grace and poise. And when she leaves, Kelly tears up and the subtitle says, she says, kill me now. You can't really understand what she says, but that's what they say. And Annabelle says that she may come back next year. She doesn't promise it, even though she said earlier in the episode that this was her plan A through Z. Kelly said that she would tell her mother that she should do musical theater so that she can really let all of her personality show. So the next knock at the door we is for Kelly. And she was the one that they told maybe was not a style match, which kind of made me think about the Pro Bowl cheerleader from Kansas City that auditioned a few years back that just wasn't a style match either. I don't think in any way that Kelly is as distracting as she was, and I can't remember her name, but it makes you kind of think along those same lines. So they tell Kelly that she needs more musicality and she's not fluid enough and she's just not a style match. And tonight will be her last night. So Kelly says it was an opportunity of a lifetime that she would love to come back next year. So when she leaves, Kelly says to Judy that she just needs to crawl in bed with music. And Judy says she doesn't feel the highs and the lows. So I don't get a ringing endorsement from either one of them that they necessarily think that she should come back next year. They did give that kind of speech to Claire D., They didn't really give that to Kelly here. And she kind of had a little bit of a look on her face when Kelly said she wanted to come back. So, you know, it's, it's possible. Sometimes people can come back the next year and be fantastic, but sometimes you can also be like Rachel Buckmaster or Kelly Fullerton and it's just not going to work. You just don't have the style that you need to. So we'll see if she comes back or not. So the last training camp candidate to get the dreaded knock on her door is Sheridan. So interestingly, a few days ago, I decided to go back and watch a few episodes from previous seasons. So I watched some episodes from season 12, as well as season 11, which was the season that Sheridan was in originally. So I did see Sheridan. She was not in the uniform fitting episode. So those clips that they used last week from the uniform fittings from four seasons ago was actually not in the episode. Those are, that was just cut footage. She, she was in the cameo episode because I watched the cameo episode from that season as well too. And you, you see her in the background. She's, she's not one of the rookies that are prominently featured, which is why I don't think I don't remember her. There was an episode where Denise DeSherry came. This may have been the first season that Denise DeSherry came, but she did a hip hop routine and they complimented Sheridan on how, that really kind of brought her out a little bit, which interestingly enough with the chart with charm LaDonna, when she taught the hip hop routine, she thought Sheridan was trying really hard, but it, it just wasn't quite working. But anyway, so just to give you a little bit of perspective as to who else was there that same season, this was Maddie and Tess's rookie season. So not the year that Maddie got cut in training camp, but the year that she made the team. And so they're the lone five year candidates remaining. So that gives you an idea of 
who was in that class, the same class that she would have been competing for spots for. That was the same class with Heather O, who retired last year, and Tasha and Kelly, who retired after three years. So they tell Sheridan that she looks like she's trying, and that's part of the problem, that she started to fall off once they started to learn routines from other choreographers, and that she is out. So she says that she understands and Kelly tells her there's lots of highly developed dancers in the room. And she kind of interrupts Kelly here and says, talented. And Kelly looks a little frustrated, you know, being interrupted. But she said, you're talented too. And that she earned her spots where she was at in 2016 and 2017. So again, she said multiple times she's, she came in 2016. That's when she was in training camp. I'm not really sure what the 2017 remark was about. Did she come back and not make training camp? not sure here and she thanks them for encouraging her over her journey of coming in and out this looks like this is going to be it for her and when she leaves kelly says that she wished that her dancing matched her passion so we are now down to 14 rookies so we'll just go through those just real quick here so ellie armani marissa seem to be the the top rookies right now. They have repeatedly gotten really good praise from Kelly and Judy and as well as the visiting choreographers. And then in addition to that, we've also got Jada, Alora Rose, who's the only remaining rookie left who's actually been in the office, Claire, Cassie, Sydney, who we are all pretty familiar with at this point. And then the others that we really don't know much about. So Mackenzie, Danny, Tori, Darian, Jessica, and Ashlyn. So those are the remaining 14 rookies left in training camp. So Kelly says to end the episode here that she's got a lot of new energy in the room and she's excited about that that she's got some vets that are at risk. She specifically calls out Kat and Meredith and that she's got to make seven cuts in five days. So the next time on DCC making the team, Travis Wall is back. So I'm super excited to see Travis. I love when he comes. He it's kind of like charm in that he is very specific and he's a little bit more of the tough kind of choreographies he tells it like it is he doesn't sugarcoat it and i like that so he's going to be back they're going to be back at the gaylord texan and we get vets hannah and meredith in the office and kelly specifically says that she does not think those seven cuts are going to be all rookies so i'm very excited to see this next episode so thanks so much for listening. I will be back next week with episode five. I don't know how many episodes we're going to get in this season. There's some seasons that we have 12 or 13 episodes. I'm thinking this season we'll probably have eight, but who knows? We shall see. And until then, keep kicking.